The following program contains language and scenes of violence which may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You're traveling through a neighborhood, a neighborhood that appears like any other, with its rows of boxy, colorful houses and freshly cut lawns. A neighborhood where nothing much happens. And then you turn down one street where anything may happen. From the macabre to the otherworldly, there's a sign appearing in your headlights. The sign that reads... Tonight's episode, The Hunting Guide, written by Jason Long. Waterworth and his staff completely baffled. His only comment on the incident was, none of us knew that raccoons could drive a stick shift. It's 6.42 in the AM. You're listening to KRMA Radio Broadcasting, live from Darkside Drive, here in picturesque Mayfield Falls. This tune is for the early birds. It's another perfect summer day already. Get out there and enjoy it. Perfect, right. <laughs> what do you think, Stewie? Is it going to be a perfect day or what? I <laughs> uh, wish it were that simple. Hmm. Now, who might this be? Customer? Morning, Irma. What brings you out to see us? Gord, let's abstain from phony pleasantries. You know why I'm here. Of course. Coffee, two cream, Danish? Gord. I'm out of cream and Danishes, though. Gordon. Do people even eat Danishes anymore? Have they gone out of style? You know what I miss? Butterhorns. You remember Butterhorns? I... Well, yes. Yes, I do. Big, baked, kind of like a fritter covered in icing. No, no, you're thinking of bear claws. So then, what's a butterhorn? Well, they're like a crescent-shaped pastry. Uh, that's a croissant. No, no, no I'm, I'm not that flaky. How did we get on this? Well, I was telling you we didn't have Danishes, and that upset you, and you threatened to leave. I did? Yeah, and you're a woman of your word, strength of conviction, and also, off you go, then. Uh, but I... I came all this way Check to... Check back in a couple of weeks. Stewie and I are off to Paraguay to see the running of the muskrats. Wait It's up. like the running of the bulls, but with muskrats. Yeah, no, they can't gore you, but if you expose your ankles and they nip you, let Gordon you. Dorchester, stop right there. Honestly, you get me so... You know why I'm here. This is my land. You are renting my cabin on my land, and you are now officially three months behind on your rent. And today is the day. The buck stops here. <sighs> okay, Irma, I admit it. I was trying to bamboozle my way out of this mess. So you don't have my money? No, uh, but I have a very, very good reason. Which is? That I don't have it. 
any of it? So business is that bad? I don't understand. The last three summers, my guide calendar was full. Full. I mean, six days a week, sometimes seven. I was either taking out hunters and bagging deer left and right, or filling up the boat with trout in the river. But this year, oh, this year, it's like I'm being punished or something. I can't keep... I know, I know. You've been so patient with me. Let me finish. While I can't keep letting you slide week after week, I consider us friends. And friends help each other out. There's this big wig investor, blew into Mayfield Falls last week, staying at the Fairweather Inn, name of Thomas McClellan. He's looking to buy up some land on the outskirts of town. Anyway, every night he's in the tavern, three sheets to the wind, talking a loud blue streak about wanting to bag a bear. A bear? Oh, not just any bear. Bear 47. Bear 47? He said Bear 47? He did. How does he even know about Bear 47? Internet, Gord, internet. Any time one of these collared bears gets into trouble, media writes stories on them like they're celebrities or something. A collared bear so much as eats a tourist breakfast burrito or, or takes a dump on a motorhome, national news. I mean, if Bear 47 was in prison, I bet there'd be women lined up to marry him. Her. Beg your pardon? Bear 47's a sow. Female. How'd you know that? Well, her giving birth to all those cubs was a bit of a giveaway. Well, as I was thinking, if anyone knows Bear 47, it's old Gord. Oh, why would you say that? Uh, just because she charged me twice and gave me a nice eight-inch trench in my back? Maybe time for your long-awaited revenge? And make a little money in the process. Uh, buy some time for your creditors. And by creditors, I do mean me. No, it's crazy. A collared bear being studied and tracked by the university? You shoot one of them, you're asking for trouble. You wouldn't be shooting. Money bags would. And if it's getting dark out, you know, around dusk when the bears come out, sun hits you in the eyes, funny. From a distance, who can tell a collared bear from a regular bear? <sighs> Fairweather in? Get in the tavern early. He's usually sauced out by nine. Won't remember your conversation. Thanks, Irma. You're a good friend. <laughs> I'm an okay friend, but I am an exceptional landlord. Come on, Stewie. Daddy's got a date with a rich man. That did not come out as I intended. Alicia, this is getting a tad bit frustrating. For the last time, it's Sandy. And if anyone here is frustrated, Jack, it's me. For the last time, Alicia, my name is Thomas, not Jack. I am going to murder you. Oh, and there's that feisty wit. I can't stay upset with you. Let me take you to dinner, and we shall call the whole affair square. <clears throat> I'm going to say this one last time, champ. Just one last time. And you're going to answer. 
And if you don't give me an answer, that is to say, if you do not answer the question I'm asking you, for example, if I were to ask you how do you spell dog and you said D-O-G, that would be answering the question correctly. If I asked you how to spell dog and you responded with the south shores of France or game theory, I would have to assume you're messing with me and go get the boning knife out of the kitchen and end your miserable existence once and for all. I Consider carefully what I am saying. You were wanting to interrupt me? Uh-huh. Good boy. So let's try this. I'm not going to ask you to spell dog, but I am going to ask you a question. The question that I have been trying to get you to answer me all night. All goddamn night. Are you ready? Yes, yes. <sighs> Can I take your drink order, sir? Glenn Farkas, 25-year-old Scotch double in a crystal tumbler with a splash of Perrier, please, and thank you. Oh, we got some Rebel Yell. It smells like gas. I can put it in a cracked cup with tap water, and if you tip well, I probably won't spit in it. Sounds perfect. You're a delight. Thanks so much. <sighs> Note to self, new girl doesn't get flirting. Uh, excuse me, uh... Mr. McClellan? At your service. Uh, my name's Gordon Dorchester. Mr. Dorchester, a pleasure. Do sit down. Really? Well, absolutely. I've been here all week, and you are the very first person to approach me completely unmotivated. Well, <laughs> full disclosure, I am motivated. Of course. Let me punch in your order for you. Sandy, make that two rebel gas scotches sans spit, if you please. Do you know Sandy? Uh, no, must be new in town. Avoid the small talk with that one. Or talk. Or making eye contact. Honestly, I could just bow my head when she comes back in. Anything else? We are most appreciative and grateful. Thanks so much now. Why is he looking at his shoes? I think he's scared of you. Who, me? <laughs> I'm a pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought so. <laughs> See you later? Yeah. And don't worry, he's got the gasoline. Soda water with lemon for my love. <laughs> she must be new in town, hmm? She is. Well, ten years ago when she came with me. Well, you've had your fun toying with the tourist. Now you can let me drink my gasoline piss in private. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. McClellan. Let's start over. Rumor has it you're looking to spend maybe some time in the wilderness, do a little hunting. If this is true, I'm your man. A guide, are you? Best in Mayfield Falls. Uh-huh. Assuming you're the only one, then. Hey, still the best. And what makes you think I need a guide, hmm? Prithee, tell me. Well, you just said prithee, and not a lot of avid hunters I know wear ascots. Just saying. What are your rates? Were someone interested? I could take you out for an eight-hour day, hundred bucks an hour. And you can guarantee we'll nab our prey? Hmm, depends what you're after. Uh, little Birdie told me you were after some big game. Bear 47. Who on earth told you that? About eight different people. And if I'm not mistaken, he scrawled it all over the bathroom wall. Well then, I see... Uh, <clears throat> I see my reputation as a rather lippy little drunk has preceded me. I study bears, Mr. McClellan. 
When I'm not guiding in peak months, I'm usually just wandering in the woods, spring and fall, weeks at a time. I know every valley, every berry crop, every stream, where the best roots are for bears to dig up once they come out of their dens. I can find Bear 47 for you. In eight hours or less? Can't guarantee it. In truth, were we to do this right, we might need to plan a bit of a trip, maybe three, four days. Mm-hmm. And suddenly $800 would become? Three days, two nights, dust till dawn, 3,000 bucks. More than fair. But when you bag Bear 47, 3,000 becomes 10. 10,000? And what makes you think, Mr. Dorchester, that I am an individual with that sort of money? Ascot? Blast my love of ascots. All right, it is agreed. We have reached a deal. Get a good night's sleep. I'll be knocking on your door at 4 a.m. Certainly. Wait, there's a fall in the morning now? Did I hear right? You're taking that obnoxious ass into the woods? Six months' rent if I do this right. <laughs> Look after Stewie. Always do. Love you. Love you more. <laughs> it is true what they say. Food does taste better out in nature. You worked up quite the appetite there, Mr. McClellan. For goodness sakes, it's Thomas. I think last night I may have misjudged you, Thomas. Didn't think you'd survive that six-hour hike in. But here you are with energy to spare. Alcohol really brings out the fompy Brit in me. Speaking of which... After canned dinner cocktail? Uh, not for me. Enjoy. Club soda at the tavern, now turning down a nip among the trees. Not a drinker. Really? Yeah. Not for some time. You quit? I mean, I never... It wasn't like I made a big decree one day. I just stopped enjoying it. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> Can't imagine. So, what's the plan for the morning? We're here in the Shepherd Valley, base of these two peaks, Iris and Peacock. We push through the trees here about 200 yards, and it's a nice tight corridor. Bears in this region have to traverse through here to get to and from the berry patches on the west base of Peacock. And Bear 47 is there. You're sure? Sure as sure as a thing. Buddy at the research lab said old 47, she triggered an infrared camera through this corridor less than three days ago. Wonderful. Well, it's happening. It's really happening. So, uh, what drives a proper rich British fellow like yourself out into the mountains to kill a collared bear? My goodness. You've known me for 20 hours, and just now you finally asked the question? I uh, felt a dip in the momentum of our conversation. So? So? <laughs> You're obviously dying to tell me. I am not. Well, fine. It is quite extraordinary. Where to begin? Well, as you've deduced, I've never been the outdoorsy type. I grew up in a city, started a family, achieved wealth, lost my family. No. Gosh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Divorce. My son is six now. I have regular access when I'm back home. But I've been in the southern United States for the past three months on a contract, designing some eco-friendly office buildings. Sounds interesting. Different city every three weeks, different hotel, always alone. And then, and then last week, I had the dream. <sighs> 
dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was on the edge of... Where are you going? I'm just stoking the fire. I said dream, and now all of a sudden you'll... You're rich. You don't need a reason to go off into the woods and pay big money to kill anything. It's fine. You don't believe me. Hey, I believe you believe. Let me finish the story, Gordon, before you judge. I truly believe that, that this, this is, is destiny. destiny. Yeah, again, wealth affords freedom. You have a dream, a vision, too much scotch, and bam, you have to kill a bear to validate your existence. You it happens to all of us. You were in the dream. Of course I was. Except in the dream, you brought your dog along. A good guess, Richie Rich. Everyone and their dog out in these parts has a dog. Why are you trying so hard to convince me? I was on the edge of a cliff. I was looking down into a vast valley, and I saw... What I saw was... I saw the faces of all the people I had wronged in my life. Like, really wronged. We're talking betrayal. The worst thing you've done in your life? From childhood to now? I saw the faces of the people I hurt. Family, ex-wives, my son Jonah. You wronged your son? Not in a... You know, in like letting him down. Not being there enough. Disappointing him. Can I... Can I... By all means, yes. Just a, a little. Oh. <clears throat> so, uh, all these people you heard are there? Looking up at me, like a reverse Mount Rushmore. I'm the face in the rock. Those people I heard are the tourists looking up at me. Little ants. And here's the thing. I cannot look away. I am forced to make eye contact with each and every one of them. Now, I don't know if you've ever been forced to take such an inventory, Gordon. To, to make a mental list of all the people you have tormented and betrayed and violated in your life. Violet? No, I haven't. It hasn't crossed my mind. And I couldn't wake up. I had some sense that this wasn't real, but I could not, could not shake myself awake. It was agony. I must have been flailing and flapping uncontrollably in my little hotel room, and then... And then? Bear 47 roared to life, entered the valley, and killed all of them. And I watched, one by one by one. My grandfather's innards splayed out on the green grass. My ex-wife's skull smashed open, blood oozing like a river. The elderly neighbor who lived down the street when I was eight, I can't even remember her name, but I broke her window, and then I was forced to pay for it. Out of my allowance, out of spite, I broke it again. She was there being devoured and decimated. And my son, so I knew what this meant. I woke up. I asked for a leave of absence from my job, and here I am. Here we are. I'm tired. Think I'll turn in now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You, you said... You said I was in your dream. You tried to help. You and your dog raced in from the trees to the rescue, but it was too late. I was so distraught, I fell from the cliff. I tumbled and tumbled towards the valley, towards the carnage, and you yelled out, Stewie, get him! And your dog ran and cushioned my fall. How do you know my dog's name? I told you it was... If you're messing with me right now... Why would I? That's what I'm asking. What, did Sandy tell you his name? Who's Sandy? My girlfriend, the bar last night. No, it never came up, I told you. Is it so hard for you to just believe me? Well then, I am turning in.
I'm staying out for a bit. Till morning, then. Just leave the plate. missed you. Let's hit it. Hey, Thomas. Thomas. Oh, God. Oh, my head. Damn it. Do not miss this. Hey, Thomas, shake a leg. We're already behind. What's the holdup? Thomas? Thomas? Thomas! Great. Just... What did he do? Go take a leak in the night and fall off? Thomas! Oh, there you are. Don't wander off the... Oh. <laughs> You're not Thomas. Good morning, Mr. Raccoon, or Mrs. Raccoon. Have you seen a pompous rich fellow wearing an Eddie Bauer jacket by chance? You're begging at the wrong campsite. Our food's no good for you, buddy. Now, why don't you just run along and... I am the light. Come again? I am the light. <laughs> you are, huh? Huh? I am the light. You know, you know, you go off booze for ten plus years, and then that one night you just convince yourself, what's the harm? I am the light. Yeah, got it, thanks. Now what? You're the light, I'm drunk or dreaming or both, and little Tommy Boy's probably asleep like a babe in the tent while I'm passed out by the fire. Is that it? Is that what's happening? I am the light. Yeah, and well, I'm bored already. Oh, God! Okay, okay, I, 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 I get it, just... Stop blinding me! You're the light! I am officially taking you seriously. Okay, what do I do? What do you want me to do? You are the light! Yes, I am the light. You are famine. Uh, I'm famine? A sapling needs help. Cannot grow on its own. It must be nourished. I bring the light. You serve yourself. <laughs> I just need to wait this out. I, I just need the, I just need a little furball there to stop staring at me. S stop looking at me. Stop. Thomas. Thomas in his stupid dream. Now he's in my dream. This. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is stupid. Look, I've not wronged you, Mister Raccoon. You could be the light all you want, but we've never met before. This, this little grievance, this show you're putting on, dream or no? Uh, uh, uh. No, you're not going to make me feel guilty for something I didn't do. I am the light. Get stuffed! I come from Walkerville. I am the light and I live in Walkerville. Have you ever been to Walkerville? Have you ever lived in Walkerville? Oh, I'm out of here. I am the light. Oh, God, wake up. God damn it, wake up! I am the light. Stop following me! This isn't... Wake up, Gordon. Wake up! Where? Where? I can't see. My, my, my eyes, I can't see. Oh, God. Oh, God, I can't see. What's happening? 
Thomas? Thomas? I am Black Wolf. Time is running out. I am White Wolf. There's not much time. I am Grey Wolf. Time is up. Please, please don't hurt me. Please, don't, don't hurt me. Hurt? Hurt. Why are we here? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what's happening. Hurt. Hurt? There was a light. There was a light in Walkerville. Then you came along. <laughs> the light is gone. The light is gone? Then you came along. <laughs> no. You can't hurt me. This isn't real. Hurt? I'm a good person. I'm a good person, and I'm going to wake up, and this will be over, and I just need to wait until then. Then then I'll see. I'll be awake. I'll be in the forest, and I'll do my job that I'm here to do. Here? Here. She is here. She? Gordon. Sandy? Sandy, my love, my light. Oh, my God, you're here. Is it true, Gordon, what they're saying about you? Who? Who? Who's saying? The wolves. The wolves are talking. They whisper. They point at you. They know, Gordon. They know. Know what? They know, Gordon, about you. What about me? I can't be with you anymore. No, not anymore. Not after this. Sandy, don't leave me. Don't. Goodbye. Wait. No. No, Not not her. 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 (laughs) 47. Oh, God, no. I did it. I woke up. Oh, I'm okay. You don't I... handle your liquor well, Gord. Thomas? You're here, you're okay. Oh, I was having the, the worst wor- dream of your life? Yes. Why are you talking all... I spiked the whiskey, Gordon. Suffice it to say, I wanted to make sure the trip you took was a brutal one. What are you talking about? Who am I? Thomas. No. Who am I? Look, I don't know what you... Who am I? (laughs) Say it. Say it, or she will devour you right here, right now. I took your light. How? You were a boy. Yes. I was sick. No. I was weak. No. I was I was not the man I am now. I took advantage. Yes. I was your coach, your teacher. I should never. Yes. In Walkerville. It happened in Walkerville. Was I the only one? Yes. No, 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 no. You weren't the only one. You weren't the only one. I was sick. I knew what I was doing. It was wrong. I did it anyway. I moved away. I tried to get help, but no one had helped me. I just, I just, I just stayed away. I fell in love, and, and I moved to the woods. I just tried to avoid it. I, I just tried to be a good man, and, and I'm sorry. I'm going home now. You don't know the way. Trust me, Gordon. I know the way. I've been thinking of this moment for a very long time. You? We'll be going with her. What? But, but, but I... There's a whole valley of faces that you need to see. No, no, Thomas. Thomas, come back. Benjamin, come back, please. No, no, please. No, I heard it. No. <laughs>
just heard The Hunting Guide here on Darkside Drive. Gord was played by Stuart Bentley. Thomas by David Sklar. Sandy by Deborah Ferguson. Irma by Wendy Froberg. Darkside Drive is produced by Justin Guild. Scoring composed by Sarah Rowe, our fearless production manager. Story editing by Jordan Simpson and Stephanie Shaffet. The Hunting Guide was written by Jason Long. Darkside Drive is funded through a generous grant from the Alberta Foundation for the Arts. Stuart Bentley announcing. Until next time, good night. Darkside Drive is a co-production of CJSW 90.9 FM and the Calgary Radio Playhouse.